Citizens of Skylight, your attention is compulsory. It's my pleasure to remind you to use only approved mag trains to traverse the city. Remember, travel by sky. It's the way to comply. This weekend, there will be a mandatory vacation for Sector 12 residents. All residents will be invited, upon pain of death, to visit the Oasis Zone, while your homes and belongings are generously donated to the Glorious Leader's war effort. The following citizens are requested to immediately report to the nearest branch of the Skylight Defense Force for conscription. Hudson Miles, Robert Hawks, Christopher Dunn, Nick Scott, and Ian Ford. We... Uh, please, if you're out there, they've implanted some sort of device. It's controlling my thoughts, my actions. Please, Gullitice, Matthew Smets, Mary Rain, Chris Walsh. It's not too late. We can take back Prolia Prime. <sighs> the following foreign dignitaries will be visiting shortly. Remember to wear your smile enchantments at all time. Their support is crucial to Starlight's success. Christopher Bruce, Mike Hammond, Michael Pollard, and Jason Campbell. We offer you a warm desert welcome to our beautiful home atop the sea. Olga Krasik, Michelle B., Heather Romancic, and Noreen Elizabeth. You have yet to surrender your weekly earnings. Please do so within 24 hours, or you will be sent to Cooperation Enhancement Training. And finally, a warning to all citizens. The following individuals are enemies of the people. David Forsey, Heather Baird, Cheryl N., Chelsea Dabb, and Shell Scott. Report any sightings to authorities. Failure to do so will have you expelled into the sand wastes. Thank you for your cooperation. Under his star, we all shine. Hello, it's Yuri Ditchdigger, your resident law bard. And I was just gifted a soda stream, so I'm feeling rich, hydrated, and gassy, which is a killer combo. Before we get into this week's recap, we have a message from a listener who left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Heather writes, Hi, Yuri. Any luck catching those hags yet? Pass on my best to the caravan crew. And also, please answer me this question. Where has Mabel been? I miss her small yells during the credits. It's been a long time since we've heard from her. Thanks for the check-in, Heather. And thanks for leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and sending us a photo of it as proof. In dwarf culture, hicks or it didn't happen. As for catching those hags, it's just the one hag, actually. No, wait, that's not true. Why did I say that? And as for Mabel, I have a note here from Mike that says, Mabel does what she pleases and answers to no man. So I hope that answers your question. I'm sure he'll try his best to get more kitty cat cameos in the credits. Now, on to the recap. Previously on Wonders and Blunders, the caravan crew made their way back out onto the Aetherlock to dive inside looking for the axe of the Chained Legionnaire and to put an end to whatever machinations Jiren had put into place. They dove down into the bell tower of the Frozen Church, a huge temple to Zilchis, the god of merchants and wealth in the sunken city of Oakenhold. Upon diving deeper, they were attacked by hideous eel creatures. They found an unlikely ally in a scion of something called the Voice in the Dark, which spoke to them in their minds and told them that it would help them if they were able to free it from Jaren's grasp. 
the party made their way down to one end of a communal rooftop garden, which led to a door that led into the giant glass dome, which seemed to have the ritual taking place within it, lightning striking across the dome, and huge pulses of energy pushing the water out around it. To cover their advance, they'll have the scions ring the bells of the bell tower to distract the guards, but were warned that it would be an unpleasant experience. Unpleasant experience? I mean, it's just a bell. How bad could it be? Let's find out on this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders. And with that, there is a massive bonging sound. All of you can make a constitution save with advantage. Oh my the god. It was good. <laughs> oh, 15? Nice. I've got 16. 16? 18? 18. I got a one in luck. Uh, one and a three. So oh. that's a four. Oh my god. And 18 for me. 18? I haven't rolled plus 10 so far this session, I think. Uh, that is a nine. A nine? Okay. Valen and Ben, you are stunned. Sure, I've always been stunned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about in the game? Hey, what else boy. Is going, right? hey, hey, boy. Yes, boy. As the water like ripples out from outside of this bell tower, reverberating off the ice above and like a second shockwave coming back down and hitting the ground, the algae that you're hiding in is just torn away as this huge bell goes off. The patrol that has just finished going over the edge are also stunned. A bunch of the Kobold creatures are like bumped up against the wall. Some of them go unconscious and are just floating in the water. The ones up against the wall are staggered and you see one of them like pointing, kind of holding its head and pointing up at the bell tower where it came from. And all of them except two start swimming up towards it, the two staying and guarding the door. Yeah, Ben just, yeah, grabs his ears and is like curled up floating in the water. Yeah, if we're dashing now, I, I'll grab, uh, I'll grab Valen and, and, uh, and Ben by like their their clothes and just start pedaling as fast as I can. Okay. Kara the shark will come and grab Ben by his armor in her mouth. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the shark swim speed? Uh, 40 feet. 40 feet? Yeah. With dragging, I think underwater, I'll only take off 10 instead of making it half. So you'll get a 30 foot speed. Okay. I feel like a, a shark is basically designed to do this. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that, like, a giant bell goes off and then the guards are ready, and then, like, the first thing that shows up to fight them is a shark with an unconscious cleric. <laughs> 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 They'll never see this coming. <laughs> ah, our greatest foe. <laughs> the lake shark. A, a shark with a dead bird boy. <laughs> <laughs> is it bringing us a snack? <laughs> Where did it find an owl? <laughs> so we've got 200 feet. So Bree, are you, you're just going full full charge, yeah. Full tilt, okay. You, so that's, you know what I'm doing. I don't even have to yeah. say. <laughs> Bree, Bree will distract them while Ben wakes up. Bree's going 80. Uh, Shark is going 60. Got Rowan is going to drag Valen. Yeah. So Rowan and Valen are going to go 15. Ben is going 60. 
Just call me Ben Ramora Craven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and star, I guess, with a... Oh, yeah, I guess with a dash and a bonus action dash. 45, right? Yeah, 45. So 22 and a half for Rowan. Excellent. <laughs> we'll just say 25. Mm-hmm. Even be nice better. Because you might just die anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so with that, as you all rush forward, uh, the first bell's toll starts dying down in the water and a Uh-oh. second one rings out immediately. All of you can make another con <laughs> save with advantage. What happens sure to those of us already stunned? <laughs> uh, the ones who are already stunned, uh, you can make it regularly. Oh, oh so thank it's God. worse. 22. <laughs> 20. I've rolled, no, sorry, 17, 17. 16. <laughs> I rolled a three I and a 14, <gasps> and then I've rolled a three and a 16. <laughs> Uh, okay, so a star, sorry, what was that? Oh, uh, 17. 17? Okay, so it's a it's a DC 15. So anybody above 15, you're able to keep swimming. Anybody below, you are stunned. Oh, I got a four. Dokey. Ben is still <laughs> stunned. <laughs> Valen is still stunned. Okay. Everyone else is good? Yep. Yep. So far. Okay. <laughs> so same result. So we're we're a quarter of the way through. Gotcha. Okay. Except for Bree, who is pretty much there. Uh, also, Kara is pretty much there with Ben. Solid plan. <laughs> Solid plan. <I> just... um, <laughs> the most dangerous weapon alive. Yeah. A shark with a cleric. <laughs> They're learning. Does that shark have a sword? <laughs> no, never mind. Yeah. You remember at the end of Jaws when uh, Richard Dreyfus is uh, torn apart by that cleric. It's a different, it's the director's cut. Mm-hmm. As the second bell goes off as well, a pulse comes out from the glass dome, the lightning illuminating the entire area around you. Bree, as you are up in the front, followed quickly by Shark with Boy, you see these two guards that are standing by the door uh, clock you and are they are still like holding their heads. Uh, one of them is clearly out of it um, and is stunned, but the other one sees you and calls out. Probably, oh wow, those are good rolls with disadvantage. Um, Unfortunate. I use my reaction to stop him. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah, I, got nothing. I got nothing. You're, about, <laughs> you're still 40 feet away. Hit him with the boy. <laughs> <laughs> the, it like screeches out and you see one of the, the last creature that is swimming up towards the bell tower turns around hearing it uh, and they start swimming back down. So the one patrol is coming after you as another bell <laughs> rings out. How many bells are there again? He said four or five. <laughs> oh, I sure hope it's four. <laughs> hey, guess what I got? A four. Four? The boy. Three in a row, baby. The boy is done for. Fifteen. Oh. Eighteen. Sixteen? Okay. I got a sixteen. I got a fifteen, so that means I fail, right? No, you pass if you oh, meet a good. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So everyone except Ben passes? Valen just like wakes up in your arms, Rowan. It's like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll oh. swim or set up a picnic or one or the other. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and as they are now noticing you, I'm going to get you to all roll initiative. Oh, I, I have to actually see if Biglin <laughs> is stunned on this one. Again, every she time. She is not. 
Uh, so, Ben, you're going to roll with disadvantage. It sounds like that doesn't matter. <laughs> no, not too much. I rolled a three again. Three? Uh, okay. So I'm a five. Five? I think my, my dice knows when I'm doing a skill check versus initiative. Because yeah. skills rarely below like eight or nine, and initiative rarely above four. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan? Uh, I got a five. Ben is five. Kara? Nine. Nine? Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Bree? 12. Best so far. Balin? 14. Ooh, best so far. Star? 20. As there expected. Killing it. Diglin? Critical fail. Oops. <laughs> Bringing her to a six. I imagine when you're blind and, you know, all you're hearing is the bonging of bells, it's <laughs> probably hard to, to locate yourself. Yeah. It's a little tricky. She does still have her two birdie buddies. You're dead. Uh, Star, you're up first. You are 90 feet across this 200-foot gap. The creatures above you are about 70 feet up and swimming back down, the ones that went up for the bell tower. Yeah. It is currently unclear who they are swimming towards. Rowan and Valen are both 40 feet behind you. (laughs) And then Shark and Boy are 30 feet ahead of you. Okay. Um, there, she said they were 70 feet away? 70 feet, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to swim 15 feet. I'll use my bonus action to dash to make it 30, but I'll take the dodge action. Okay. Because I want to try to get as close to the door as possible. Okay, so you catch up with Shark and Boy. Then it is all of these twisted kobold creatures, which are going to swim down. They are closest to... Rowan and Valen in the back. So they're going to swim down towards you. They're going to dash and they just start like swarming around you. There are five of them. Can I step to the side so they all just hit the ground? <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. They're cartoon bumblebees. Um, so if you get inside like a giant pot or something, that would be yeah. perfect. And all <laughs> just holding. I just climb right inside. Yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> you're out of initiative. <laughs> yeah, I get the kettle on. <laughs> so they are around you. They can't attack. They had to dash to get to you. And Valen, it's your turn. So we're in like a garden area, right? Yeah. So it it would have been uh, now all the plants are sort of like twisted and poisoned. Very little visibility. You just have like the 10 foot of glowing around you. And these creatures are swimming in and out of that glowing around you. So could we say there are some trees and branches sort of like gnarled and like sticking around? Yeah. Yeah, Totally. So if I cast a 20-foot cube of web, I have a decent chance of catching, like, I don't know, at least half this swarm? Yeah, there's there's a lot of plant life around you, so if you wanted to try and catch them as they're swimming down towards you, you could definitely do that. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. I just want to catch as many of these in, in, a, in a web and just, like, get them stuck to some trees so Rowan and I still have a clear path of escape. Okay, uh, so they make deck saves? They make deck saves. Okay, so... They're like swarming all around you. So I'll say like three out of five of them you'd be able to try to catch. Great. Just one side. That is a 12. Fail. A nat 20. Success. And a 15. Success. Ooh. So one is captured, but you also now have kind of a wall of cover because if any of them swim into it, right, they have to. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, They have to make the deck save if they enter it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's difficult terrain as well. Okay. Does your web look like like a lattice of ice? 
but just imagine how how different it would look like underwater. And mm -hmm. so I think it actually because I learned this one like in our uh, Bridget encounter, uh, it actually still looks sort of more like web, mm -hmm. um, and and it is sort of like you can see the water like beating on it the way it does with like those underwater spiders. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, cool. Does the Robert's eyes go underwater spiders? <laughs> really big. Googling in other window. <laughs> Don't give Mike yeah, any cool. ideas. They, they trap air in web and wear it like little scuba. They make Whoa, little like diving bells. That's yeah, they wild. absolutely rule. <laughs> Stop spoiling yeah. my next encounter. <laughs> what do you think is inside the dome? <laughs> scuba spiders all the way down. Mm -hmm. Scuba <laughs> Balin, are you staying there or are you going to move? No, I will continue swimming. Okay. So these things are in your space, so they will be attacking you, but one of them is stuck. So only only three of them would be able to reach you at a time, just like one on either side and one sort of on top. Oh, you, do you have all your hit points? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Not anymore. That's good for now. Oh, because they have extra abilities if I have less than full. Maybe. Yeah. A feeding frenzy. Well, that's about to change because I don't have mage armor up and I didn't oh. prepare shield. Oh, no. Well, that's a 13, the first one. <laughs> that's a hit. Oh, okay. No. Oh, no. Goodbye, Valen. Nice knowing you. And yeah, the second one is 21. Oh, that one somehow misses. <laughs> <laughs> so you take two piercing damage and then two <laughs> slashing damage as it comes in like you're able to sort of push it away as it comes in out of the dark into this sphere of light around you biting and clawing you manage to kind of push it off and it swims behind you but a single drop of blood drips up off of your cheek and all of the other ones turn eyes wide bloodshot and start swimming towards you cool 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 cool, cool. good good Good. So I this just need to stay good. ahead of you now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the other two are going to attack you with advantage. That Whoa. is a 16, another 16. <laughs> oh, God. A 17. Oh, God. <laughs> Quick cast Featherfall. No, I thought that was a 9. It's a 19. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so that's four hits. We're not yeah. even inside yet. Like, I don't even have a high enough AC right now to make using luck on one of those rolls worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you not cast Mage Armor before we went into the deadly <laughs> encounter under the, under the ocean? <laughs> I didn't realize how far we'd have to uh, be swimming. So that is 12 damage total. Nice. That sounds they painful. Don't, they don't hit too hard. There's just a whole bunch of them. As they are just like swarming around, coming in, trying to bite and scratch at you, just barely able to push them off as you swim forward. And Bree, it's your turn. 40 feet away from the guys in the front. I'm yep. going to crocodile torpedo, and I'll use shocking grasp on the first one I can reach. We're a nat 20 to hit. Ooh! I assume that hits. Hey. It does. All right. 522 damage. <laughs> 48. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, so this this one is the the one that's not sort of stunned by the bell, and you just like yeah, reach up, hand on its face, burst of electricity. Everyone who's farther back can now see that area as it's lit up briefly with this electricity as it shoots out. Valen, you have a a spot to swim towards. Yeah, and again, I think it's uh, you would see the 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 runes on Bree 
the ones that aren't covered by her cloak and her armor and everything now, uh, just like dull light up momentarily and then discharge out through her as she also centers a rage. Balin, I'm dumb. Take a, Those take, were opportunity attacks, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, take six damage off that because the last two I rolled should not have been. I was realizing that during Bree's turn too. I was like, wait a second. That was me moving through people. Yeah, yeah. So that's take take six off that. Yeah, Bree, you are right up with them now. And Kara, it's your turn. You've made it 120 feet, so you are 80 feet away. And I think you're muted. You just like specifically answered a question I asked, so I thought I was not muted, but you were absolutely <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> I was like, how far away am I? And you were like, you are. Oh, wow, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Shark telepathy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I call friendship. Shark telepathy. <laughs> Special mind reading powers. Um, yeah. Shark Kara is going to take Ben almost all the way to where Bree and probably like. 30 feet back and let Ben go. Yeah. Um, so if you if you use your movement, you can go 30 feet and get 50 feet away, or if you dash, okay. you can get 20 feet away. I'm going to dash. Okay, so you and Ben are now 20 feet away from the action. Mm-hmm. I say the action, uh, you're 20 feet away from Bree killing two things <laughs> yep. while Valen gets ripped to pieces. Yep. You could argue, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're 120 feet from the action. <laughs> it's all right. I have a massive uh, heal that has 140 foot range. Uh, I just made it up. It's called Very Good Spell. Uh, I would like to use that now, please. Aptly named. Off your turn, too. That's wild. <laughs> That's right yeah. here. It says it under the description. Can use at any time. Mm-hmm. Whenever you want. Action. As many times as you want. I mean, I'm going to turn around and sprint back and leave you floating lonely in the water. So Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Two of the eel creatures that were swimming up towards the bell are also going to sprint back down towards... Balin and Rowan. I'm just going to do like a perception We're the distraction, for them. guys. Make use of it. <laughs> they do really bad on their perception, so they don't see the web. So I'll have them do a deck save for the web. Fail and a 14. Fail. Okay, so the, both of them get tangled up in the web, both like gnashing and shooting harpoons at Rowan just on the other side of the web. Mm-hmm. Up ahead, Diglin is swimming like mad. And Ben, it's your turn. I'm not stunned anymore in the game. <laughs> uh, you were you were stunned, so you are stunned. Yeah, you you miss your turn as you are stunned. Yep. So it is Rowan. Does he get to make a save? No, the save was to avoid being stunned. It's yeah. like stunning strike, right? Like I've lost stunned as a condition. You lose one turn. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Ben is just holding his his uh his ears and has his eyes clenched shut and is just spinning in the water. And at the end of the, his turn, he recovers, right? And so he's, like, able yes. to take reactions now that... Until the next bell rings, yeah. yes. <laughs> okay. And I roll a three again. But, but yeah, the, the stun does wear off at the end, Ben, so you're able to see ahead where Bree is just shocking the shit out of one of these eel people. Right. Uh, and you have dark vision, so you can actually see them without that as well. But I can't see uh, what's behind. You have uh, 60 feet? 60 feet, yeah. Yeah, so you can see the, the shark turning around... 80. So no, you can see Star swimming towards you. And Star, you can see Ben. 
and the shark. Just hear the pounding of blood in my ears. (laughs) (laughs) So Rowan, your go. Valen is being attacked, but he kept swimming the whole time, right? Yeah. Uh, I could do that. I should have thought of that before we started this whole dash, but I didn't. So, uh, yeah, I'll just keep moving, uh, dashing forward, uh, keeping track, uh, keeping pace with with Valen. I don't have any cool web spells or anything, so... is there are, is there more seaweed and stuff that we can kind of lose uh, visual with? Uh, you could try, yeah. Okay. So this is yeah, this is like an abandoned feast. So if if you you know if if you say there is something that makes sense, I'm I'm just gonna sort of let you have it. We can sort of build as you picture it. We can sort of build it. Okay. Well, let me see now. That's a bonus action or an action. And how far away is uh, are all the are all the creatures? They are all around you. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the uh, into the grass and try to hide. Well, before I go, I'm gonna kind of give Valen a nod and uh, kind of point with my eyes where I'm going, and hopefully he picks up. And I'm gonna go down to the grass and try to hide. Uh, so the yeah, bonus action hide. Yeah, that's a stealth roll then, right? Yeah. All right, that's all right. Nineteen plus, uh, you know, because it's not initiative anymore. That is twenty-five. You swim down. You can see that there's actually like a hole in the ground like next to a boulder that like a piece that fell off of one of the dilapidated walkways above okay uh, and you kind of swim behind that as the others struggle with the web and try to eat Valen they already used their reactions on attacking Valen all right if I've blocked line of sight I'm gonna try something potentially quite stupid that was my bonus action I didn't dash so I still have the action while I'm out of sight I'm going to use an ability that I rarely ever use I'm going to use Disguise Self, part of my Furbolg magic. Oh. And now that I've seen those eel creatures and that they're humanoid, I'm going to change into one of those. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'll read it. Uh, you make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and your belongings on your person look different till the spell ends, which lasts an hour. Um, and it is not concentration. Mm. I can seem a foot shorter or taller. When you use this version of Disguise Self, you can seem up to three feet shorter there than normal. Go. Okay. And and kind of like disguising the parts of you that are still like too long or too short with the weird deformed bodies that these things have as they are midway through yeah. transformation. Yes. Great. So you are now look like one of them disguised down in the weeds. Okay. Um, there is still like a light glow coming off of your body. Hopefully they're too dumb to to put two and two together. I like your chances. (laughs) Hey, great. (laughs) And so as we go back to the top of initiative, everybody make their con save with advantage as another bell goes off. This would be a bad time to fail. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use one of my portents to uh, roll that 13 from earlier, which makes, uh, with a plus two, 15. Nice. You pass. Good idea. I get the same thing. 13 plus two. 14 plus one, baby. Because I just rolled a three and a two, so I'm at four. Four? So you are stunned Mm -hmm. for this next round? This really is Bree's encounter. 20? Absolutely, yeah. it is. Underwater yeah. con saves. Underwater <laughs> con saves. Like, oh, I'm loving life right now. Uh, okay, I have to roll like a million dice. Just one yeah. second. You bust into the ritual room and see a large turkey <laughs> basting in the glow of the electric portal. Uh, we meet again. Yeah. And what is that in the corner? It, the the biggest pot of soup monster you've ever seen. <laughs> the only way to defeat them is sewing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these bells 
are freaking wild. So this one goes <laughs> off, uh, Valen, as you're like looking around, most of the creatures around you are sort of hit and they bounce off the floor as this like shockwave, this one coming from way out to your right as in a different bell tower goes off and they float up. You can see their eyes just unable to focus as four of the five kobolds are stunned and three of the four eel creatures are stunned. So the one that is facing off against you, Bree, is still kicking. All the other ones are stunned. And Star, it's your turn. I'm gonna keep swimming forward to where Bree is. How far away am I from Rowan and Valen uh, at this point? 55 feet away. You can see them, right, though? Because your yeah. dark vision is 60 feet, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, good. So you can see Valen, you can't see Rowan, and you see a bunch of these creatures like floating, stunned in the water around oh, Valen. okay, well then yeah, I'm just gonna keep swimming forward. Full double dash. Okay. Yeah, so 45. 30 feet to go. This guy's stunned, this guy's stunned, this guy's stunned, this guy's stunned and so stuck. They- any of them, yeah, any of them in the webs that are stunned would automatically fail their saves. Yeah, so this guy is stunned and stuck, so he's he fails. This guy passed <laughs> and is stuck, so he's going to make... He rolled a two, so he is stuck, stunned. That spell, it's pulling its weight. And Valen, your turn. I notice around me, like, all the kobolds sort of just, like, start grasping their head and, like, floating away. Yeah, and the, the only one that seems to still be with it is trapped in your web trying to, like, bite oh, out. amazing. Then I will real quick cast Mage Armor. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> <laughs> and swim, swim 15 feet. Uh, Bree. There's one guy in front of me. Yep. There's one stunned and one not stunned. Uh, let's go for the not stunned one first. Okay. We'll go for a bite claw claw. That is oh. a 18. Hit. That is a 16. Hit. And that is a 14. Hit. Oh boy. Mm, oh boy. It's bad rolls though. Uh, 10, 6, 5. It's 21. 21. Mm-hmm. You may describe your kill. Yeah. I, it's I, exact I, HP. Yeah, I think, I think Bree is just clawing across its chest. Uh, grabbing hold of it and sinking her claws into like a shoulder blade as she goes in and just like bites the neck and kind of rips it in twain. All right, and it goes limp. The other one still just grasping at the walls now, like trying to figure out where it is in space. I swim Uh, close to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right up on it, looming. It is worried. (laughs) Shark Kara, you are stunned. Drifting. Just slowly drifting back towards Valen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diglin uh, still just chugging along back there, <laughs> making her way. She's in between Star and the Rowan Valen. She's getting there. And Ben. Uh, yeah, Ben just uh, fires a little underwater shockwave at the, uh, the eel creature next to Bree. It can make a wisdom 15 save. Uh, six. Oh, nice. Is it hurt? It is not. Rats. Uh, six necrotic damage. Hurt now. Hurt six. now. <laughs> you yell into the dark. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, you're hurt now. <laughs> it's me, Benjamin Craven. Yeehaw. Ban- banjo Man Craven. <laughs> I'm the Banjo Man. <laughs> I'm the Banjo Man. Banjo Man Craven. I love that song. Really good. <laughs> 
I think we have to have like a an alternate universe episode where we're all in the Wild West. <laughs> it's just the Wild West yeah, version I, I of all our characters. Patreon Craven is definitely yeah. yeah. That's yeah, great. Uh, so just switch classes to a bard. I'm upset that that wasn't Rusty Trail's name. <laughs> yeah, Benjamin Craven. Uh, moving yeah, I banjo. guess he could be a a bird bard, a a bird. A bird. We're stretching bird, it now. Bird. We're stretching it now. Are you swimming, Banjo? Uh, yeah. I'll swim up to within five feet. That puts you at 195. And Rowan? Yeah, I'll uh, swim out of my hiding place, um, try to mimic what I've seen of them move and stuff like that, and then um, as I approach uh, Valen, I'll give him a wink and hope that he caught my uh, whole thing and uh, grab him and then kind of whisper, hey, hey uh, Valen, it's me, Rowan. I'm, I'm, I just captured you and uh, go, go along with it. And I'll uh, I'll swim with him. Uh, I'll use both. Well, no, I guess I can't drag him. So I'll, I'll yeah, I just swim with him. Okay, I, I just want both of you to make a performance check. I'm not going to do anything with it, but I want you to do things with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh dear. I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I got uh, so fifteen. He's here, villain. Unhand me, foul beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I go, what are you t- Oh, uh, a hiss. <laughs> <laughs> but like Balin's smiling. <laughs> Just having a blast. Speaking of blasts. Oh, no. <laughs> back to the top of the round. Um, wow. The dome lights up with lightning, illuminating the area. You see a, one of the scions swimming rapidly towards a bell tower nearby. The pulse comes out and kind of pushes you backwards. And as the lightning goes out, you see another flash behind the bell tower, illuminating it from behind and silhouetting it as you see a massive shape form up behind it. The entire bell tower is engulfed in the jaws of an 80 foot long eel, lightning and electricity streaking down its body, this massive detached jaw just decimating the bell tower as you see over your head the big bronze bell flipping end over end through the water and clattering into another tower rocking it off to its side causing it to fall i'm fist pumping so hard right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say star and diglin being in sort of the middle the two of you are gonna make a deck save as pieces of this bell tower just start raining down into the middle of the courtyard okay Oh, 12. What did you roll? <laughs> Four. Oh, no. <laughs> I tend to only do things I'm good at, which means when I roll low, I roll low. <laughs> uh, so you're going to take 14 bludgeoning damage, and you are pinned. Oh. Yeah. As this big chunk of the tower comes down, like crushing onto your leg. Overhead, all of you looking up, this gigantic eel continues swimming through the bell tower after destroying it, just like shaking its head back and forth, big stone chunks raining out of its jaws onto the cathedral below, one of them actually puncturing the dome, allowing some of the lightning inside to shoot out above, illuminating the area again, as you see its huge head tilt down, looking towards the group of you. Uh, and Star, it's your turn. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, so 
kill that thing. So I'm trapped on the floor right now, right? Uh, so you're like 30 feet away from the door. Okay. Diglin sort of swimming just behind you, and you are pinned under this rock. Yeah, Star's going to be trying to catch Diglin's attention and then trying to force his way out. If you want, you can either roll it now or you can, like, looking at Diglin, wait, and then the two of you can do it, and you can do it assisted with Diglin. Oh, I want to do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she she is farther down the order, but you can wait for that and yeah, just sort of that. prepare to do it with her. Uh, so these two that are stuck are going to try to get out. They make strength checks or saves? In the web? In the web, yeah. Strength checks. A six and a three. Oh. So those two are stuck. The other three are going to swim forward, seeing Rowan carrying you. They're all going to swarm around and start trying to bite and claw you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Not the prisoner taking types. So those two were stuck, so these three are going to come after you. Um, These are the smaller, like, kobold things, right? Yeah. Both of the other eel creatures are, uh, it's not their turn yet, but they were stuck in the web. Um, So there are three of these kobold creatures around. The first one rolls a 16 to hit. That hits. The second one rolls a nat 20. Mm Mm-hmm. And the third one rolls a 19. Why did I cast Mage Arbor? (laughs) Oh, and they get two attacks. Oh, no. So those are the first ones. So that's five. Oh, jeez. Seven. It's 12 so far. Ooh, I can use luck after a die roll. Oh, yeah? Do you want to re-roll that nat 20? That nat 20 is getting re-rolled. Yeah, okay. And it gets re-rolled to a five. Nice. Oh, excellent. So that misses. So that's uh, seven. So it's just five so far. And then another two. This is damage? Yeah, so you take seven (laughs) off that first seven total as they all bite at you, swarming. Their claw attacks. That is a 14. Miss. Okay. A, oh, lower, another miss. And another miss, two threes. Balin might survive, yes. Oh, boy. (laughs) Don't say say that. (laughs) Those are all with advantage on the wizard. This is bad job, kobolds. (laughs) <laughs> we want to survive this they're, encounter, they're, right? Like they're a little Yeah. Come on. Nah. Try. <laughs> they're a little bit distracted by our performance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what just it was. <laughs> One like, of them is, like, is just like trying to dramatically pretend to swat at Rowan but not hurt him <laughs> and just like absentmindedly a couple of like the backhands catch kobolds. <laughs> <laughs> and Valen, it's your turn. Yikes. I'm going to cast Misty Step and teleport 30 feet closer to uh, the direction of Star and the shark. Okay. So rowing your hands just sort of fill up with ice for a second, and then mm-hmm. it just melts and disappears in the water. That puts you just over halfway there. Oh, <laughs> oh good. Feet. Oh, so that was a bonus action. Okay. So then I'll use my action to swim and my movement for another 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So you're just 30 feet behind where Star and Diglin are, are pushing on the boulder. Bree. That's me. This one guy in front of me is still alive a little yes. bit. Is he stunned still? Uh, no, not anymore. All right. Well, like claw claw. Uh, 15, 19, 17. Three hits. 10, nine, and eight. So, uh, 27? 27. Okay. 
rolling really good today. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> a six, a five, and a four. <laughs> uh, so just as your just as this creature regains its surroundings, its eyes lock on you just in time to, for it to see you like pounce on top of it and start just tearing it apart. It is still up, but not looking good. And I think Bria is probably clocking this giant eel overhead and thinking like, I'm going to need a bigger axe. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Then it is Diglin, who is just like look, also looking up at this eel swimming overhead, all of you being illuminated now by the electricity sort of moving down its body as she's just like, ah, oh, God, God damn, fuck, shit, ah, and trying to push. So, uh, Star, you can make your athletics with advantage. Okay. Oh, good thing I got an advantage because I had a crit fail and a 16. So that's 15. <laughs> uh-huh. 15, yeah. I think with the two of you, you are able to like move it off and free yourself, but I think it's going to kind of grind your leg, so you're going to take damage. Hey, yeah. Five. Five more damage. Ugh. Almost breaking bone as you push it off. Uh, but being underwater you're able the two of you are able to move it okay and then diglin moves that and goes we gotta go we gotta go and swims uh, yes yes i'm behind go go she's gonna swim a bit forward so she's basically up with you now brie and ben uh yeah it can just make a wisdom 15 safe the uh the creature that brie has uh been tearing apart uh 15 Fifteen. All right. Uh, nothing happens. Ben uh, told the dead doesn't work, and then yeah, I guess he just look like looks up and <laughs> it's like wide eyes reflecting uh, electric light, and stay uh, stay where he's too. Okay, Rowan. All right. So Valen teleported. He's well out of reach. Those things don't seem to be attacking me um, yet, at least. Uh, I'm gonna do a bonus action. I, I want to size up that eel and get a sense for any glowing weak spots or uh, how close <laughs> together its eyes are or if it <laughs> seems to be focusing, like if it kind of clocks me as a threat or if it's mostly ignoring me, like I just that kind of thing. Would that be perception or investigation? Perception. Kind of low for me. Um, 18, unless I can use my passive as a floor. In, not in combat, I okay. think, yeah. is, the, is the thing with passives, yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, with an 18, all of it is glowing with this terrible electric. So, you so can the see whole that thing it, is vulnerable. I see. I see. <laughs> it has an electric field around it, which okay. you can tell. Um, you actually see it, like, swim by a patrol creature swimming down to investigate the bell towers. Mm -hmm. And as it swims by, they all try to swim out of the way but get shocked and just sort of lifelessly start to float oh. back up towards the top of the lake. Okay. It, it does have its head turned and is currently like making a wide turn around the outside of some of the bell towers. Mm -hmm. uh, it is not looking at you, but it is looking at everybody towards the doorways. Okay, but the, uh, the electric field does put a damper on the burgeoning plan. Okay. Do I get a sense with that 18, even with everything you just told me, how far out from itself that electric field is? Like... How many feet it sort of expands out? Uh, it looks like about mean? 10 feet. Oh, ho, ho. that's horrifying. That is that is very scary. And uh, any uh, range weapons, their range are halved underwater, right? Yes. I'm looking at everybody who's still like, 
they're all like halfway across this stretch, right? Like they're all like another 80, 90 feet to go. You are the farthest away. Star and Diglin are one turn off. Kara is there. It's really Valen is uh, is 60 feet away. Valen's two turns off. I, I think that's too high a risk for too little a payoff. So yeah, so I'll uh, I'll just keep swimming after them as if I'm pursuing Valen. I'll, I'll uh, uh, I just use my bonus, but um, I'll use my action to dash. Uh, so that puts you 30 feet behind Valen. Okay. Um, so swimming ahead, a bit clumsier than the other creatures around you. Mm-hmm. So at the top of the round, the eel smashes through another two bell towers Oof. as more mm-hmm. bells sort of fall out and start crashing into parts of the cathedral. You see another patrol who is making their way up towards one of the towers has to like swim and dart out of the way as it just passes through them, swallowing two of them uh, without even really thinking about it as it passes through. It destroyed those towers and now it has turned and looks like it's going to come straight up this pathway towards the dome. So it opens its mouth, swims down towards the bottom, just crashing through walkways as it goes and is going to swoop across the bottom. Oh boy. And Star, it is your turn. Swim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in all caps. <laughs> is it coming kind of straight towards me or like orthogonal to me? Because I want to stay out of it. My first concern is to get out of its path. It is going to come straight up the way you all came. And basically, if it, if it doesn't stop, it's going to go right through the dome with the doors that you're swimming through. So straight at you, the the same path you guys traveled, it swam around the exterior, knocking down bell towers, and now it's gonna swim straight up. And Bree is still outside? Yeah, Bree is outside just with this half-dead eel creature pinned up against the wall. Yeah, then I'm just gonna swim and go in the door. Okay. Yeah. Um, So throwing open the door, lightning like blinds you as you open the door as this lightning strike goes off from somewhere below inside this huge domed great hall. Another pulse like almost knocks you back out through the door and actually sends one of the doors flying off its hinges backwards into uh, the courtyard. Inside here you can see that there are old tapestries that are being like boiled up and destroyed by this lightning that is just shooting out of the center of the room. You can hear chanting and yelling of orders. You just hear, faster, they are here. We don't have much time. And then at the top of the room, you see there are chains significantly different from the architecture of this room. There are heavy chains that look like they might've held anchors uh, surrounding this big glass orb that is also pulsing with electricity. There is like a dark liquid inside of it and you can see something swimming around inside and you hear in your mind, there isn't much time, let me out. Ooh. Okay, Uh, how far am I from the orb? It's in the center of the room. So there's right now you're on a walkway which is kind of stopping you from seeing over. So there's 20 feet to the edge of the walkway which would let you look down into the rest of the room up on the ceiling, that's out in the center of the room, so it's another 40 feet beyond that, so 60 feet away from the orb. Then I'm just gonna use my bonus action to dash another 15 feet to try to get close to the edge of the walkway. So you can see a bit over the edge when you get to here. Uh-huh. Um, you're not quite pressed up against it, so below you can see that there are all sorts of long pews. There is a raised altar in the center of this room um, with stairs leading up to it on all sides. 
on that altar, you can see there is Mosgroff's axe. And it is chained to the ground and surrounded by these tentacled priests who are all have their hands on the ground around it and are chanting, lightning striking out from around it. And as you're watching, one of them with their hands on it, the electricity starts wrapping up their arms and they start screaming in panic as they are like vaporized, just like their robes floating off. And they are replaced by another priest who takes their place almost immediately as they are all just channeling power into this ax. Metal. That's um, <laughs> pretty metal. <laughs> That's my turn, I think. Uh, so these guys are gonna try to get out of this web again. Oh, 19. So one of them loses half their movement getting out of the web, but they escape. The other one gets uh, 12, which I think is a fail again. Yep. The two big guys. Oh my God, a 15? That's a success. It is? Okay, so the 15 gets out, the other one fails with a nine, and they are going to swim after you, but they have to dash to catch up. So they can't attack, but they, Rowan, they just, all of them just swirl past you. Uh, So there are three within range, and then one of them is trailing behind, the one that freed itself doesn't quite even catch up to you, Rowan. Okay. Um, And again, they're like nipping at your heels, Valen. Does Rowan get an attack of opportunity? If he wants it, yes. Uh, That would uh, give up my disguise. Mm. So there's one (laughs) that's still behind me, and then... um, uh, There's one behind you, uh, one stuck in a web... Yeah. farther behind you and three in front of you. I think I need to keep this disguise and I like grit my teeth and, and watch Valen swim and uh, kind of whisper an apology that he probably doesn't hear. <laughs> then Valen, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like swimming and like huffing and puffing at the effort uh, and notice these eel creatures catch up to me, curse a little under my breath, still just be damned and cast uh, Misty Step again. Okay. And teleport another 30 feet forward. I will swim a- as my action uh, to get another 30 feet. Okay, so you make it to the doors. You're right next to Bree as you sort of move past Diglin, are n- up next to Kara. Yeah, I just like grab onto like, uh, like a bench or something like some old ruin and just like I'm just like heaving my- with breath. Did I miss two turns? Oh, did I skip you by accident? Maybe. Yeah, so you can go now, Kara. Okay. And then you'll go again right after Bree. I don't think I know what Rowan looks like now. You, you can tell one of them has a, a strong amount of charm and swagger that you could really only associate with someone <laughs> that you know quite well, like uh, like Rowan. The lightning. lightning. The lightning. <laughs> he, he is glowing. Yeah, yeah, that is true. It's the only glowing one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to dash towards Rowan and try and swipe him off to the side of the mm-hmm. eel's path. So straight towards Rowan and then out away from the center of the courtyard. Or kind of maybe at an angle towards the door again, but not directly mm-hmm. in the path. And you sort of see Rowan's eyes go wide and I start to shake my head and then I start to shake my hands. <laughs> <laughs> As you get grabbed and just the kobolds all sort of swim around you as you're coming in. They don't, they're, they're not after a fish right now. Mm-hmm. So you are able to grab Rowan. You have a 40 foot swim speed. Yeah. 
So it takes you 70 to get to him, and then you can pull him 10 out to the side. Yep. As you sweep him out from between all of the other kobolds. Mm -hmm. Then, Bree, it's your turn. Uh, this guy's still next to me? Yep. Yep, not for long. <laughs> so 24. Hit. 13. Hit. 13. Hit. Rippentier. They have an AC of 13. 10, 8, and 8, so 26. How you want to do it? Oh, I think this is just Bree, uh, 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 like, grabbing it by the side uh, with her mouth and just doing, like, the crocodile thrash back and forth um, until it turns into two parts. Kind of, I guess, scans the outside where I would see... Ben's right next to you. Ben right yeah. next to me, Valen right next to me, Kara on her way in, Rowan is dead... And there's uh, a handful more of these eel creatures swarming towards us. You can see a bunch of the kobold creatures uh, are swarming yeah. up towards you. Yeah. Okay. But also a gigantic, super big eel behind yes. that. Flashing with electricity at the edge of your vision, just sort of powering towards you. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll use my movement feed to get inside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I guess I would just like go in and go down right away, pretty much. Are you, you're going to go over the edge? Yeah. yeah, okay. Star is on the balcony looking over, certainly, as well. Yeah. I would take that as a cue. So going down over the edge, you see the same thing, the electricity shooting off of the axe. But as you go over the edge, you see, concentrating on the priests in the middle, you see another humanoid creature with a, like, long blue cape sort of sweeping off of its back in the current of the water, which is just being boiled by all of this electricity. They have a smooth white head, but strangely handsome features, like a strong jaw, these pitch black, but intelligent eyes, like looking over. You can see in their mouth, their face is otherwise human, but these long needle-like teeth inside. They're wearing just like a clasp across the chest that holds onto the cape on their back. No visible weapons or anything. And they just have these like billowing pants uh, okay. and large expensive boots is this that a dragon ball whether or not i was imagining him totally naked just wearing a cape but i was this guy rules <laughs> i thought that for a second too this guy parties yeah, yeah. this guy parties hard this guy's handsome squidward right yeah like, it's handsome squidward yeah, he just turns around he's like hey and gives you all a little kiss as you come around the corner and and the priests are mostly you you've described them as like tentacle tentacle priests so they kind yes. of looked octopusy so they, they're wearing long robes, long dark robes. Um, you can see their hands are humanoid with just claws. Uh, their hoods are up. And from okay. under the cloaks where their legs would be, there are tentacles coming out. Okay. And they are all focusing. You can see that there is one that is not involved in the ritual standing next to Jaren. And the other four are around the, uh, around the axe. Also in here, down by, on either side of Jaren are two more of these eel creatures, and there are eight more of the kobolds, which are tearing apart another large fish inside. Okay. And just to clarify, the axe is like chained down to chained this Chained to the ground, yeah. Does it look like I could wield that axe, or is it like grossly oversized? It's very, very big. It is about the size of you. Okay. So yes. Okay. So probably. So yes. With, with yes, D &D lift with and drag rules, I think probably be no problem. All right. Okay, that's my turn. Okay. Please let that happen at some point. <laughs> uh, so, Kara, it's your makeup turn. 
Kara and Rowan are how far from the door now? You were 180, so you're about 100 feet from the door. Okay. And it's the door like in a in like a long wall of the uh, central chamber. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a there's a walkway above. So this probably ten feet of wall before the glass dome starts. Okay. And the the door is in that wall. Okay. It is now like blown open too, so you can see yeah. the lightning striking inside. How big is that eel? Eighty feet long. And like twenty feet wide, ten feet wide. It's pretty narrow, so yeah, like ten feet wide. I'd like to swim with Rowan to a point like about 30 feet out from where the door is. Out and then forward. That'll put you at 140. Mm -hmm. And not hopefully directly in the eel's mouth path. No, you're out of the eel's path now. It's You're off of the cathedral itself. Like as you swim out in this direction, the under you just drops off into nothing. Mm -hmm. um, you can just see the tips of... I mean, with, with shark senses, you could probably sense that the ground is another like 90 feet below you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you are off the cathedral at this point. Okay. Diglin is also going to swim into the cathedral following Bree. She just swims forward and grabs the railing and just pulls herself downwards after Bree. But she she kind of has to stop just below the railing. Uh, ben. Ben swims in uh, through the doors. And we heard that thing talking, the voice from the dark. Yeah. Talking my mind. Uh, ben pulls out the spell sniffer magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. And is going to have a look at the the room uh, and the chains and the orb. So the orb has has an evocation spell surrounding it. The chains are not magic, and you can see quite a bit of conjuration magic coming off of the lightning that's shooting up from the axe. Right. Uh, do you think looking through the spell sniffer is an action or a bonus action? Uh, looking through it, I think, would just be a bonus action. Yeah, Ben reaches out and is going to try to undo the magic the uh, on the orb with uh, dispel magic. Okay, uh, roll a, I guess, a wisdom check. Or you, using your spellcasting modifier. Spellcasting, uh, yeah, ability check using my spellcasting ability. Big money. God damn it. It's a three. No. Plus seven, so that's a ten. Ten? Yeah, so yep. you, like, reach out and you hear in your mind, like, yes, yes, and then you just feel yourself pushed back from the power of this spell. You don't feel like this would be impossible. Like, you do sort of wrap your mind around the magic, kind of like trying to send it back where it came from, but it's just a bit too powerful. Was okay. Valen anywhere near to see that happen? Yeah, you're you're in the doorway. So that's okay. just 15 feet ahead of you. I just want to be able to clock it. Yeah, Ben is like, his eyes glow, and he kind of swirls his hand at it and then, like, winces, and that's his turn. Rowan. Rowan, oh, like, opens his eyes from having them squeeze shut, and uh, <laughs> sees that I'm just being carried. I'm like, whoa, oh my God, Kara, you, uh, you oh, oh boy, okay, okay. Yeah, I guess I'm just, yeah, I just, uh, I'll be carried. I'll, I'll um, do a perception check just to get our bearings and see if there's anything sneaking up on us with my bonus action. Uh, that is 25. As another lightning surge goes off, you can see that there are still groups of patrols they are still like investigating the towers okay um you can actually see one of them in one of the towers one the, a scion defending the doorway okay as these waves of creatures start coming up towards it it is like stabbing through them and then you see it like grab its head and just kind of stand still as it gets overwhelmed by the group that are attacking the tower okay but nothing right now is paying attention to you 
the creatures you just escaped are still rushing towards the door. The eel is also rushing towards the door. Nothing okay. coming for you. I'll kind of say again, kind of low and be like, well, uh, uh, get me in through those doors or inside anyway. I'm going to try to get to the middle of whatever it is they're doing and hopefully they don't see me. And I will take the dodge action. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nailed it. it. <laughs> also, as a handy reminder as well, when the eel smashed the bell towers, it did break a hole through the roof of that stained yes. glass cathedral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're looking so for that, when those lightning pulses come off now, the lightning actually shoots up to the ice above, mm-hmm. and you can actually see it, like, crackling across the ceiling of ice. Oh. Hmm. So as you do that, you brace yourself for maybe any unseen attack. You watch as the eel powers its way across moving at just an incredible speed. Balin, Star, and Ben can all make deck saves. Oh, 20. 19. 19, Mm. okay. 16. 16, all right. right. I'm gonna just roll this as like an attack. (laughs) So, Star, Damn it. Oh. As Valen and Ben move off to the sides, you look back just in time to see the gaping maw of this creature smash through the wall. Oh my god. From afar, Rowan and Kara, you just hear like a dull thud that then rushes past you as like the electricity bursts out. The side of the wall just becomes invisible under clouds of debris and dirt as the eel just powers its way through the top half, shattering the dome. And Ben and Valen are going to... You're going to take nine bludgeoning damage as pieces of the wall just like pepper you backwards into into the sides of the church. Star, you are holding on to one of the big teeth on the front of this eel as it powers you towards the other wall of the cathedral, closing its mouth like just before it hits the wall, exploding around you. You are carried out through the other side of the frozen church. And uh, we'll pause there for now. <laughs> yes. Pause on our stunned silence. Holy crap. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Do a flip. Wowza. Well, do a flip. Just flip, flip your way out of this. <laughs> Hello, it's Mike Fardy, your Dungeon Mom. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Things are getting real under this lock. And so if you're listening to this in the future and binging, I'll keep this short to let you get on to that next episode. And if you're listening to it this week, I'll keep it quick so that you can go back to lying down and staring at the ceiling waiting for the next episode to come out or whatever else you do while you wait for the next episode to come out. All our lives go just from episode to episode, right? Or is that just me? Anyway, one, follow us on social media at Wonder and Blunder. Two, tag us in a post or leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And we'll pick a listener every week and read their message at the top of the show. Three, check out patreon.com slash wonderandblunder. And if you got a coin or two burning a hole in your pocket, toss it our way. It really helps support the show. And four, as always, keep being the best. We love you very much. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye.